Hi, I'm Sarah Pope, and um, you're listening to Imitate Modern's podcast. So today we are joined here with Sarah Pope. Hi. Uh, um, and she is uh, one of the artists who will be participating in our latest show. So I just wanted to, you know, get to know you a bit more because your artworks are so striking and I just want to know about the process behind them. So for people who don't really know about Neon, how how do you kind of begin your thought process going from what you want the Neon to look like at the start to the end? Um, well, I'd say when I start a painting, I already have um, quite a, a strong idea of what I want for the neon mm -hmm. so I kind of know that before I begin and um, uh, as you might know that all my neons are sort of a combination of the neon and an oil painting so basically the work uh, starts with the painting which begins with um, I have I basically start with using a model so I choose a model and then I create a photo shoot I sort of use particular ma makeup and lighting and basically create lots of shots from which I start the painting um, then once that the painting is finished then I move on to the the neon part and basically get that made um, it, you know to my sort of specification I don't make the neon myself that's a that's a huge other skill which I, which I don't have <laughs> I'm a painter um, primarily and um, so yeah I work with somebody who's an amazing neon maker and then you know combine the painting and the neon together. So from start to finish that time process yeah. how long would that take typically? Um, typically it takes around three months okay. but it can take a little bit longer uh, if there's neon involved there's neon. just extra you know the extra part okay. of the process. So your pieces are really striking obviously your series focuses around lips mm. so when I think of lips I think of like perfection sex beauty yeah, what yeah. do you think about what what's your uh, I think of all of those things mm -hmm. definitely I mean um you know I'm coming from a fashion background mm -hmm. so I've always been very interested in um the you know the question of what is beauty and what what creates attraction so I use lots of elements within my painting which which are very seductive and which you know people find attractive because you know I'm exploring these themes um, but also apart from that aspect I'm also interested in communication and an emotion and, and what people are um, communicating with their mouth without even speaking that's so interesting as well. Communication through the mouth, would you ever kind of explore other parts of the face? Because I know that you come from a background in portraits and things like that. So you focus on the mouth. What about other parts of the body are you interested in? Um, well, I've, uh, when I first started painting, because um, I'm self-taught, I was really initially just drawn to the face. So when I first started experimenting with painting, I started with portraits. And, um, you know, periodically I do sort of go back to that and uh, explore portraiture. Um, but it's for the reason that it's, it's all about communication and emotion and, you know, other body parts wouldn't quite cut it. Yeah, like a nose. Like. <laughs> well, yeah, on its own, maybe in a face. But, yeah. um, but you know, um, 
although I, I did an exhibition um, a couple of years ago and uh, I, within the exhibition just for fun because I was working with a, a mannequin um, supplier, I did something which combined lips and legs, which mm. was quite... That um, sounds really interesting. Yeah, that was good. I might revisit that at some Ooh. point. <laughs> sneak peek, sneak peek. Yes. <laughs> so it's evident your background in fashion is kind of mm. leaking through all of these different yeah, things. Definitely. And, you know, do you... What what is it about fashion and lips and your current artwork and how does that kind of all mesh together to kind of create what you want to express? Um, I think uh, there's probably several things. I think um, part of it is as I as I mentioned about sort of self expression and communication and and you know within fashion it's. I find it very interesting how people use fashion and colour and their image to express something about themselves. Um, so that's kind of all feeding into it as well. Um, also, you know, because I've worked in magazines as well as fashion, it's it's about exploring, um, you know, because these industries, they're basically sort of uh, selling something. Um, and it's about you know, exploring how they're doing that. And a lot of the time they're basically using attraction and sex and it's, you know, it's a bit of an exploration of that as well. So for somebody who hasn't seen any of your works before, because mm. they're probably listening like, oh, what is this? Could you describe one of your pieces? Yeah. You know? Okay. So uh, let's take a, a neon piece. So it, it, it's, it's basically a representation of the mouth um, and lips and the the lips are extremely sort of seductive they look uh, shiny and uh, you know almost kind of you know glossy good, good enough to eat exactly, I see it like, exactly. I think of like lollipops and like exactly. and chewing gum and, and just shiny it just feels really you know there's there's seduction with you know things of the body but there's also seduction yeah. in your desires whether that's smells and touch and yeah, taste and yeah. that's what I get from that I think of a candy shop when I look at it and it's really endearing and quite inviting when I yeah, look at I kind pieces of try, you know I think subconsciously I'm trying to make them look kind of irresistible yeah in some way <laughs> yeah I and mean, that's kind of the the ideal of beauty that's kind of put on us at the moment exactly so, you know when you're exploring ideals of beauty mm. these are the ideals of beauty that we have now perhaps some five years ago that wouldn't yeah. have been attractive that could be quite out there yeah and yeah. how do you think with the way beauty's moving do you think your artwork will kind of travel in the same direction and kind of um well I think I mean I think there's things that are intrinsically attractive and mm -hmm. not really subject to fashions mm. and that's just nature and biology you know for example um if you have um sort of uh, full glossy lips it, mm -hmm. it uh, signifies youth yeah. and you know that's just something that's biologically attractive to you know to a lot of well a lot of people so you're kind of using science and yeah that oh, sense. definitely I mean I have like a degree in, in mathematics mm -hmm. so I think I, I used to think that that was very disconnected from what I'm doing but actually I think it plays into it quite a lot mm -hmm. um you know uh there's, there's also the, the aspect of, um, you know, 
what you're attracted to being governed by mathematical laws. So you have like the golden ratio, symmetry, all these things. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think maths and science is a huge part actually of what I do. Yeah, that's, that's really, really interesting. So when you're doing your selection process of your models, does that mm. kind of come into it? Do Definitely, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, now I, I used to sometimes use friends and people that I would stop on the street. <laughs> and I, I was felt a bit strange doing that. Really? So, so you so just walk down easy. and look at people's mouths <laughs> yeah. around the corner. Well, sort of, suddenly I'd see this, this mouth coming towards me. And like, you're perfect. <laughs> Come to my studio. <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel if someone else. It, it, it was amazing, actually. Nobody would ever seem freaked out. <laughs> so, they, so it always worked out well. But anyway, now I just use model agencies. And um, when I look, you know, through a page of models, I I really notice how everybody's face is completely symmetrical and in proportion. And, you know, so that's why these models are selected, because they, you know, they have these laws of science going on in their face. So you like perfection then, because you've come from like such a disciplined mathematics and then you've gone through to um fashion as well so yeah. you have to making footwear you know you did to kind of footwear there's certain rules that you have to yeah. abide by yeah so you know when it comes to beauty and perfection do you feel like imperfection can ever come into that you know um I guess I'm I'm, I'm just interested in in perfection it's it, it like it's not really always a personal preference. You know, I like imperfection. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, in real life, like beauty can be uh, at its greatest when there is imperfection. And that's, you know, but but, but that's not what I'm exploring mm-hmm. here. I'm kind of exploring the kind of very mathematical and, um, yeah, sort of biological thing. So that's interesting when you say real life and, and kind of separate the two yeah. because that is very true within art you're trying to explore something something else and when we have real life there are imperfections but why not explore perfection that's what Mm. most kind of artists seem to be striving for and I think it's just in terms of like current society I think that's what everything is tending towards you know if you look around at images everything has been photoshopped everything has been airbrushed and you know so this is this is the the, the trend to, to where we're in. so I'm just taking it to some kind of extreme yeah. um, that, that in the direction that we're going anyway. But I'm just exploring, you know, how far this is this is going to go. I, I sometimes think that people um, also often we put a negative spin on perfection and striving towards that, and mm. and how it can be a negative thing. Obviously, there are certain aspects where that can be true, but I think it's your work and the way that it looks it makes me feel happy when I when I look that's, at it and good. I think that's because like that. I, 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 I actually get people say that a lot actually that they find it really joyful and so do I like when I'm it. in my studio <laughs> and I'm surrounded by my work I feel I feel like it's a joyful thing mm-hmm. um uh yeah so but you know in terms of the question of, of perfection I mean I think that is is a dangerous thing in society where people feel are made to feel, should I say, that they need to adhere to a certain way of looking. I think you know that's that's a really sort of uh, sad um, state of affairs. Um, so, for everyone coming to Futurama, what can we expect to um, see from you? Well, um, the, you're. Uh, they'll be able to see a 
a bit of a selection of my work actually obviously some neons some neon work um also some sculptures and um i will have one of my shorovsky pieces showing as well mm. which is completely covered in i think 10,000 shorovsky 10, crystals yeah that was the one i wanted you to talk about <laughs> it's it's a really stunning piece yeah oh, thank you yeah oh. it's very sparkly can't wait so let's go to one last question who would you have as your next subject if it could be anyone? Are we talking dead or alive? One dead, one alive. One dead. Um, <laughs> well, if we're talking dead, then uh, it has to be Marilyn Monroe. Yes. I mean, that's uh, no question. Um, alive, I think, I mean, I'd really, I'd love to paint sort of a real pop culture figure. So, um, I don't know, it could be someone like Cardi B or yeah. Kate Moss or, you know, someone like that. Definitely, I'm sure they would love to have their... Yeah, do you think lips. I should put it out there? Maybe, well, Kate, Kate, Kate Miss Moss, Cardi B, I know that, like... <laughs> If you're listening, we have an amazing artist who will paint your lips and you can have them in your house, in your dressing room, in your you know, everywhere. So I think you're going to get a call. Yeah. Really Kate, soon. call me back. <laughs>